You're listening to the Faculty Podcast. In this episode, Andrew Yude discusses a conceptual framework for effective tutoring within a blended learning context. The study involved a detailed exploration of eight tutors' practices on one of their modules. All of these were on blended learning courses. Now, how that was uh, operationalized on these courses was on a day school model delivery where learners attended one uh, class per month so three full days in total over three months and then the remaining time spent studying independently and utilizing resources uh, and communication tools on the university's virtual learning environment um, I have a particular research interest for effective teaching of adult learners and the learners who took part in this research were all studying part-time, vocationally relevant degrees, whilst, whilst usually within full-time employment. All, all the courses were in an education disciplinary area, so it's important to note that it, it, it was really based within a school of education and courses within it, such as early years. Uh, masters in masters in education and educational management type courses. You know why why this research in this area of interest to me? Well, firstly, I was a blended learning student myself. I then progressed on to be uh, a course leader of a, a blended learning course, and now I manage a range of blended learning courses within a department. So each of those roles has given me sort of an interest and insight into effective tutoring and meeting adult learner uh, needs. But actually, the, the sort of genesis of the research was, was m much, much simpler. And that when I was a master's level student, I had an amazing tutor who could motivate and encourage in online environments. It was also a very, very motivational and face-to-face -face environment, but could transfer it into the online environment. Just pick you up with an email, sense how you're feeling from communications that you had and then motivate you, encouraging, uh, encouraging you accordingly. And other tutors who were, who were good in face-to-face -face environments didn't seem to be able to do that and I wanted to know why. And that was what got me researching emotional intelligence. Could higher emotional intelligence in tutors translate over into online environments where you have less emotional cues. You don't have the benefit of tone and voice, body language. You, you can largely, we're still operating in, in text-based environments and even if it's synchronous communication, it's, it's not that easy to pick up on, on some of those emotional cues. So really the genesis of research was one very effective tutor in an online environment and wanting a deeper understanding of, of how that person did it. It was an in-depth study of eight tutors and their practices on a module. Uh, employed uh, an explanatory mixed methods design which is suggested by Cresswell and Plano Clark. Um, this involves quantitative research first and then following this up with a qualitative uh, analysis afterwards to try and explain some of the uh, uh, quantitative findings. So firstly this involved giving uh, a questionnaire out to ascertain learners' perceptions of tutors and the teaching and learning and, le and the assessment they experienced. Then tutors to get an, a, a, a better idea of their emotional intelligence also completed the Mayer-Salavik emotional intelligence test. 
This was then followed by interviews with the tutors and then a VLE content analysis. And this explored the approaches to teaching and learning that appearing to influence learners' perceptions. So a little bit more detail about the study. Regarding the learner questionnaire, 72 students completed it in total. This questionnaire, the, lear the Learner Attitude Survey, was a modified version of the course oh. experience questionnaire designed by Ramsden. Now that was modified, so it, as that questionnaire was designed for traditional face-to-face -face settings and it was modified to make it suitable for a more online student experience or a blended learning student's experience. Uh, the scale items within it were good teaching, communication, good teaching, feedback and concern for student learning, clear goals and standard, appropriate workload and appropriate assessment. So just, just to those five areas together, just a nice overview of the student learning experience. Now these results from this questionnaire provided some descriptive statistics. So I could rank the tutors. Which were, the, which were the learners thinking were the most effective, which were the ones who were least effective. And then I moved on to the qualitative data to try and unpick that and find out a little bit more uh, why. And through this process, themes emerged that were clearly important to all the modules. Some were important to those tutors receiving the highest scores on that attitude survey, and then those that uh, were only observable in the tutors receiving lower scores. And then I could also compare that with the findings from the uh, Mesquite, which is the Mayor Sullivan Caruso Emotional Intelligence Test, and compare it to the res compare all of that qualitative and quantitative data to that Emotional Intelligence Test as well. To explore the data, analyze, and then present the data, a, mod a, mod a model was developed, which is essentially a conceptual framework for understanding the data within the research. It suggests some qualities and skills of effective tutors in the learner's eyes and provides a summary of effective tutoring in that education disciplinary context I explored. And that model could have relevance for tutors, course leaders and managers uh, delivering simil similar programs. So the model has three main dimensions which I call higher order concepts. There were constructivism, care, nature, and instrumentality. And uh, I added lower-level factors, as I described them, which are provided to operationalize those three broad areas. So constructivism represented students' learning as achieving understanding. Care, nature dimension re represents the support and the nature of that support provided by tutors for learners. And then the third dimension, instrumentality, represents other factors beyond constructivism and care nature that contributed to the effectiveness of that blended learning experience. As I said, the model also, also had lower level factors which were provided to guide online and blended practitioners uh, and, uh, and other relevant stakeholders in the area. These lower level factors were classified into two groups. Factors that were associated with effective practice, i.e. they were on all the modules uh, and seemed to be associated with a generally effective blended learning experience. But then the uh, model presents other factors and those factors influenced or appeared to be influencing learner perceptions of quality. 
So these factors were ev evident from the highly effective choosers, i.e. those receiving the highest scores on the learner questionnaire, on the learner attitude survey, and indicate practices that, if not present or exhibited, would influence learners' perceptions of quality. So just some examples from the model. The constructivist dimension, some factors that were just generally associated with effective practice was teachers adopting a, a facilitative teaching style and assessment being problem-based, whereas factors influencing learner perceptions of, of quality included tutors developing a really simple module structure focused around assessment that created more space for learning. And also as part of that, tutors were very clear of the purpose of the educational technologies that they were using, why they were using, and they aligned very carefully with a simple module approach. They weren't using distracting technologies and things that took people away from uh, working on, on their problem-based assessments. So for the care and nurture dimension, a couple of the factors associated uh, with effective practice included tutors were committed to learner support and tutors motivate and encourage learners but only in face-to-face -face environments not in the online environments whereas factors influencing learners perceptions of quality included tutors providing very proactive support and not reactive support uh, tutors provided a lot of proactive communications sending through messages before the first sessions to introduce themselves, simple things, even something as simple as that. And finally, for the instrument, instrumentality dimension, the factors associated with effective practice included tutors had colleagues to collaborate with and discuss effective pedagogy in blended learning environments, or tutors had mentors or coaches available to help with educational technologies. And the tutors' departments had just a culture of support helping each other. That seemed uh, common across all the modules investigated. But factors that influence learners' perceptional quality in include, uh, included tutors managed competing pre pressures very well and were clearly very organised. And a number of tutors who received a high rating solved problems as they occurred and displayed clear levels of initiatives, such as real quick rearrangements when modules were disrupted or technologies didn't quite work as well as what they affected. Firstly, from the research, there's very quite a very simple conclusion, and that is the importance of tutors' relationships with learners and developing these relations in quite a short space of time often. And qual the qualitative analysis really un unpicked that sort of thing, that students could, tutors could quickly get to know their learners, work with them, uh, motivate them. Uh, so really just that tutor-learner uh, dynamic was one of the most in, uh, important things that the study, study found. There's been a lot of research um, particularly what could be classed as constructivist models of e-learning, that have tried to promote opportunities for peer interaction in blended learning, trying to mimic a face-to-face -face classroom. However, there's been a lot of research that's found that that's very challenging. 
and my study found that that was a major that that was a major uh, uh, finding how hard it was for tutors to get peers interacting within online environments and you think about the learners the mature learners uh, doing study part time they uh, probably have full time jobs or they did have full time jobs they've probably got family commitments so the study promoted an individual constructivist approach and that is learners largely learning largely independently from their peers and really only engaging with a dialogue with a tutor which links back to the first point about that importance of those tutor learner relationships we all have our networks of people both at work in online environments who we, who we engage with to learn something so it would make sense that these professional people studying part-time didn't want to communicate too much with people on the course, but probably were communicating with co- colleagues at work, Twitter, Twitter groups, Facebook groups, etc. The, the research sort of presented a, a sort of an alternative format of you know developing relationships with a tutor, a simple module structure that promoted problem-based learning that appeared appropriate for these type of learners.